Tell me about that tip. What? I want to know about that tip. Oh, baby, time! Cut down. It's so on right now. Calm down, all right? I just need to know where it came from. It's got to be airtight. Okay. I was at a wine tasting with my cousin Ernesto, which was mainly reds, and you know I don't like reds, man, you know, but there was a rosé that saved the day. It was delightful. And he tells me about this girl, Emily, that we used to kick it with. It was actually the first pair of boobs that I ever touched. It's the wrong details. It's the wrong... It has nothing to do with the story. Go! So, uh, he tells me that she's working as a housekeeper now, right? And she's dating this dude, Carlos, who's a shot caller from across the bay, and she tells him about the dude that she's cleaning for, right? That he's like this big shot CEO, that is all retired now, but it's loaded. And so Carlos and Ernesto are on the same softball team. And they get to talking, right? And here comes the good part. Carlos says, yo, man, this guy's got a big ass safe just sitting in the basement, just chilling. Of course, Ernesto comes to me because he knows I got mad demon skills. Of course, I ask him, did Emily tell Carlos to tell you to get to me what kind of safe it was? And he says, nah, dog. All she said is that it's like super legit and whatever's in it, it's gotta be good. What? Old man have safe. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by ExpressVPN and Quip Electric Toothbrush. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at a podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, I was hoping we could get a dishwasher update. What would you like to know? Is it quieter? Yeah. What does it sound like if there's any sound at all? Have you have you have you reached dishwasher nirvana yet? There's some very important life lessons here. Boys. Oh boy. Oh boy. Very important Buckle lessons. In. I do not believe that it is as quiet as the Bosch that it replaced. <laughs> Despite the fact that it was advertised as being multiple decimals Five lower. Five or six decimals? Well, I don't know what the advertised rating on the old Bosch was, because uh, the old Bosch predated me. Now, it's possible. It's possible this is a trick of the mind. I have spoken with you, appliance you repairman. Out. Appliance repairmen who say that people will often do this, like so, a you know, a an appliance goes away, it goes offline for a period of time, when mm-hmm. it comes back on, you think to yourself it's louder, but it's only because your your mind has renormed the ambient noises in your house during the time in that which it sense. has been absent. Uh, but even so, also there are some load problems with it. Problems is too strong. Uh, different configurations, and so still working out the optimal configurations of what goes where. Have to buy all new water bottles for our children Are because you, the what? middle rack is not tall enough to accommodate the water bottles we currently own. So you're, you're putting plates on the top rack now, right? I <laughs> may have kept the bottom rack from the old Bosch. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like just in case, I will it fit in the new one? Oh, yeah. you mean you mean you have it as a spare? Yeah, okay. yeah, I have a spare. Because you have, you feel like spare, something could happen. A spare rack, spare casters, little wheels on it, and I I also kept the utensil basket because the truth is I prefer the utensil basket on the old one too. Wow. But all of this here, so here is what again. The, I'm I used to be angry, but I'm not angry. Really? No, you're, you're very, anymore. You Happy seem to JBL. be very zen Happy about JBL. this situation. I I really feel as though I dodged a bullet. You feel as though you dodged a bullet How by getting so? the louder uh, yes. washing machine by getting that you the, can't, the, the, that you the can't more load expensive, theoretically quieter machine. Uh-huh. Because had I cheaped out and bought the 42 decibel machine mm-hmm. and thought, God, this seems louder than my old dishwasher. I for sure would have resented and hated this thing mm-hmm. every single day for the rest of my life. And I but probably me. would have tried to kill it so that we could replace it again early. You would have poured like, like some grout in it or something. Six months from now, I would have taken a whole bottle of caulk or like stuck a, <laughs> stuck a candle in the top rack and turned the, turned the machine on the hot cycle. Right, right. Uh, and this way, I know that I did everything I could. 
if what has happened here is that just like technology, for some reason, let's just, I'm going to blame it on the EPA. If the EPA standards for dishwashers have made it so that now this is as quiet as it can go. And it used to be that technology could give you a quieter dishwasher, but it was killing the earth somehow or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And in the same way that like the market, like you can't get televisions that were as good as the plasmas, right? Now you have to get LCDs. You just can't buy a plasma anymore. Now it's not my fault. And so what I've done is I have absolved myself of guilt and fault when it comes to this dishwasher purchase. And so that ta- I got to say, that takes away like 90% of the sting mm-hmm. of having a dishwasher that isn't as good as the old one. Uh, what there. about... What, okay. Does that, mean, does that make sense yeah, to you? Totally. Well, you have to. Makes total, you must rationalize you, because you this is the to, situation you're in. If you, if I couldn't you, spend more money. There is no, no that's not an option. If I could that's pour an another option. $800 into this thing... To get quieter, believe me, I would have done it. Question. Yes. What if you were to jury rig some sort of sound dampening device yourself? Maybe like you could put a you could put a little gate over it that has sound baffling on on top of it. Or like a little like I'm thinking like uh, like almost a box, but not quite a box, because it would have to just be two sides of a box that you could like slide over it mm. while it's running. That has like this foam. I'm stuff. looking at that. Yes, I do. I was thinking the exact same. If there's room, if there's room. Understand that we're talking at the margins here. It is still very quiet. Oh. It isn't like oh. it isn't like your yeah. Kenmore. Is it like is it like having a shower in your kitchen? No, it's much quieter than that. Quieter Interesting. Than that. How about the look of it? Is it like this like it's like a stainless steel thing, right? It's it a looks chrome it, thing. It, it's yeah, stainless steel, but all yeah. dishwashers are yeah. stainless steel yeah. now. It, yeah. it does not look mm-hmm. appreciably mm-hmm. better than my old one. Mm-hmm. It fits more stuff. Do you worry about getting you scratches could put more on the steel? Do you worry into... about getting scratches on the steel? Did she put you up to this? <laughs> <laughs> she did, didn't she? <laughs> did she do it for both of you? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know about. what you're talking about. I'm just don't like, I, I was things that I would think about for myself yeah. if I had small like, kids. Like, I used to, I used to have, I, I, I used that. to keep the, like, little plastic thing around the edge of my TV because I was worried about it getting, like, dinged yeah, up and nicked. No, and absolutely. I realized it was actually covering up, after, like, three months, I realized it was covering up the speakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why is this <laughs> TV muffled. so effing it's quiet? Muffled. Why am I, oh, that's because I've got the plastic on it still. So let me ask this. Mm. You go out, you spend, I don't know, a thousand dollars or more on a comic book. <laughs> okay. And that comic book comes inside a when plastic did, when case. Did, when did I have the stroke that led <laughs> me to do this? That comic book comes inside a plastic case. Uh-huh. Are you going to just take it out of the plastic case and just leave it on your dresser so that you can see the cover better? Because that plastic case is like theoretically. Uh, making it harder to see the cover or something. No, the plastic is there to protect your investment. My dishwasher, as most stainless steel appliances does, comes with a nice stra- mm-hmm. scratch-resistant mm-hmm. covering mm-hmm. Uh, sort of applied mm-hmm. to it, which some people might take off. Some people who don't have, like, two-year-olds mm-hmm. zooming around the house on tricycles and mm-hmm. uh, 10-year-olds throwing baseballs constantly. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to protect it. I like it the way it is now. And I am not going to take the little uh, stainless steel condom off of my but it dishwasher. Looks, it looks fine, though. There's no, like, wrinkles or bubbles or anything. Yeah. So no one's trying to peel it off, are they? I may have instructed somebody in my family not to play with it or try to peel it off. And so there may, in fact, be some bubbles. You know what? <laughs> to, serve, to serve my wife right for putting you two up to this, I may go out. I'm sure if I go on Amazon... There is some third af- third party aftermarket protector, like a screen for your phone, like a yeah. screen yeah. protector yeah. for your phone, mm-hmm. but for your dishwasher that I could spend a hundred and fifty dollars yeah. on, <laughs> just to and I'm gonna prime that shit up as soon as we're done this show. So, so, so basically, you're like I'm the, gonna CTO the hell out of it. So, so basically, you're like the Italian grandparents with the plastic over plastic. the furniture <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the living room that you're never supposed to set foot in ever, and they never take it off because they never have company that they're gonna yeah. take it off for. Is that well, this that, is like, what's happening? This is like in my new car. I put a blanket underneath my daughter's car seat because I was like, you, you're you're no, not getting happening. any you're not getting any water no. or crumbs That's on this. That's exactly right. You're smart. You know they they sell for like forty dollars. Like special things to go under uh, the car seats, a, a towel will do just as well. A towel, exactly. I mean, no, I was like, I was like, well, this is a towel so will work. Great, go towel wants forty dollars yeah, for that. No, no thanks. Towel's fine. I did get, I did get all weather mats, so it will catch any crumbs at yes. the bottom. I can just like shake oh, it out. That's good. That was that was. No, you need nice it. Thinking on that, you one. guys would not take the protection off of a dishwasher front panel, would you? 
uh, I yeah. I've sure. never given it any thought, but I would probably take it off once it started like peeling off on its own and <laughs> bubbling and stuff. I probably would. I tried to like. Yeah. I don't understand mm. why. I, would, I don't it like looks, the look of the it. The aesthetic. The aesthetic. Is, well, I don't love the look of it either, Sonny, but that's hardly the point, is it? You're, you have a very Nick Cage look right now. Like, I'm afraid you're about to start murdering me. <laughs> right. You were. You, you, you started off very zen, and then I don't, I don't know why. Something changed. Something. I, something changed. How was your weekend, Sonny? Sonny, how was your weekend? Uh, my, my week's been fine. Uh, yes. uh, Beth was out of town this week, so I had to... Uh, With the child? No, no, no. Uh, she just went out. F- she was gone for a day for work. So when she is gone for a day for work, what I do is I uh, buy a steak, and I cook it, and I eat it. And then I watch mm. movies mm. at night. That's, mm, that's good. Is Beth not... Is she vegetarian? Uh, no, but she, she, she can't really eat red meat. There was a, she has a, a oh, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I it, didn't know that. yeah, so it, oh, so I basically only really eat steaks when she's gone. So anyway, uh, this, this evening, this, this most recent evening, I, I had a very nice double feature. I watched, uh, I, I picked up at the Criterion 50% off sale at Barnes mm. and Noble, uh, Blu-ray of Rashomon. I watched that. It was, you know, very, very classy and yes. elegant and I would have liked your mind. I don't borrow things. Um, uh, and uh, then I followed that up with a screening of Justice League. Is that also? Rosh- Rashomon and then uh, Justice League, which is on HBO uh, On Demand. Oh, okay. I was going to ask if that was Criterion no, Collection. No, no, no. <laughs> I wish. They're waiting for the Snyder Cut to put out the Criterion <laughs> disc of Justice League. And Is it, there going to be a director's cut of that or no? Are they going to try to? Apparently, the Wall Street Journal is currently reporting out a piece on the mythical Snyder Cut. So we'll see what we'll see what actually comes of that. They're like talking to fans who have been agitating for it, and I we'll see if they're talking to to Snyder. That'll really save it. You got some angry tweets about that, didn't you? About what your comments about the Russia family being almost worse than oh well, Brett Kavanaugh well, being oh, on yeah, well, oh yeah oh yeah yeah so uh, Joss, Joss Whedon tweeted something <laughs> yes, about how if if Brett Kavanaugh is nominated to the Supreme Court that. Donald Trump's dictatorship will be finally realized or something. I don't know. Something totally insane. If you even consider it. If you even consider it. If you even consider it. If his nomination is even considered, dictatorship is here. And I just, I took a screenshot of that and tweeted, there's nothing Brett Kavanaugh could do that would be worse to the country than what you did to Justice League with that ridiculous (laughs) Russian family. And yeah, some people weren't thrilled with that. They, you know, I don't know if you know this, but we are living in the darkest timeline. So any jokes about politics are strictly forbidden. How can you joke when people are dying? How can you? I feel like Laura Dern and people are dying, John. But the, uh, (laughs) but the, but the, but the, but the, the Russian family really is fascinating because it is such, it is so clearly an invention by Joss Whedon to, uh, to create a new scene and new characters that will allow him a screenwriting credit like this is a thing that when if you read books about screenwriting the the one thing they tell you in rewrites is always introduce characters and settings and that's something you can take to the guild and get uh, get your name on the on the credits and therefore get more money and residuals and all that and it is so clearly in an invention designed to uh to to generate like joss whedon getting his name on the thing that it like actually makes me angry it makes me angry every time i think about it and uh, and on the rare occasions when i when i flip it on uh, it makes me angry when I see it. Is there anything about Justice League which, on further consideration, is either much better or much worse than you originally thought? Because I've seen it but once. Uh, I, th- watching it the second time, Cyborg. I had more appreciation for the work that Ray Fisher does as Cyborg, which is like it's actually like he it's a nothing role. It's a, like a it's a totally underwritten part, and he is basically just there to be like the magic tech guy. At the end, to be like, I can separate the things, and then we'll, it'll blow up. Um, I can hack the system, yeah. and close the door to keep the dinosaurs. From, I mean, it is it, it, yeah. that's literally. But he he actually does like pretty good work within that role, and you get the sense that there was actually a lot more. I remember from the from the initial trailers, there were like shots of him playing football and like stopping a tank with his arms and stuff, and all that was gone. From the final cut, I mean his mm-hmm. his piece got hacked down to nothing. I'm sorry. So the black man had all of his stuff cut. Joss Whedon took out all of the black man's stuff because he's a racist. Because uh, 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 he couldn't because mm. he couldn't sleep with him probably. That's you know. Mm. Like, you know like, uh, but the but anyway uh, the the 
the that is yeah. that was like my one positive. Everything else about it is like even dumber and worse. I just like it's mm-hmm. it looks it just looks so cheap and bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is like mm-hmm. I they put they spent three hundred million dollars on this movie, yeah, and where, it looks like something that they made in the mid two thousands. It is amazing how cheap the thing looked. I mean, it, like it, even even the stuff that is good and like is done well, like the Flash, the fight with Superman. Where like right. Flash and that that part looks good, but it looks it really looks like the background is done in like crayons. I mean, it, it oh just, yeah, it just it, yeah. like oh. or the shot where Wonder Woman is like standing on the statue, the that Lady opening Justice statue, is, and it is looks it horrifying or what? Oh. It looks it looks like something they did uh, in thirty seconds uh, with like and missed like three rounds of rendering in the CGI. I mean, mm. it just it just like uh, whatever. Whoever signed off on this should be put in a cannon and fired into the sun. Well, that, and that's why people should lose their jobs at Warner's over this. Be- because, like, if a movie works or doesn't work, there are a hundred different creative decisions which go into it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the script gets pulled in one way. But if you spend that much money, it ought to at least look like you ought to right. be able to see the money on screen. Yeah. Right. 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 No, and you don't. It just yeah. looks cheap. It looks cheap and flimsy. Like I, I, it's like it's actually shocking, especially compared to some of the. And I mean, like, Snyder has never done that before. Snyder movies never look. No, well, when they when cheap. they look artificial, they they stylized. look artificial on it's purpose, a yeah. like three hundred yeah. or right. or uh, it, you know even some of the stuff in in Watchmen. But it's like it is designed specifically to look that way, and this just looks it, this just looks amateurish and cheap. Mm. And it's so it's just so frustrating. <laughs> It's so frustrating. I really hope they release a like work print of the Snyder cut just so I can be like, even if it's a hundred times worse, <laughs> even if it's even if it like makes me want to put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger, I will still say it's better than the thing that got released because it's so bad. Mm. Victorino, JVL, welcome home. Aloha. I have as they questions. say in the Bahamas. Yes. I have questions for you. I'm sure too. you do. I'm sure you do. Uh, okay, so yes. Why, would you do you uh, want do you want to tell know. us first, or can we just talk? Uh, I'm getting, uh, <clears throat> I'll talk first, maybe a little bit. Uh, as you know from previous episodes, I finally did the Disney cruise. What ship? The Dream, which is uh, that the Dream has the Millennium Falcon aboard. Uh, the other ships. Did you guys get wet while you were there on the boat? What do you mean? What? Just, yeah, I mean there's water everywhere, right? So did 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 the Dream get? What at all? Oh my gosh! No, the, um, spray. The, I mean, was there know, spray coming you know up what? from the? Yes, a little bit. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, you know, I'm not going there. Uh, they do have a ride called the Aqueduct, the Aqueduct, which is like a you get on a raft and a tube and it goes throughout. You know, basic part of the ship. Did you do? And that? it's yeah, it was like it was like Wet and Wild. Remember that Wet and Wild in Florida? It was like Wet and Wild mm. on the boat. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, an amazing cruise. Uh, and I say this is something. Were who's all the done. guests allowed to go on the Wet and Wild thing? There was a height requirement. There was a height, height okay. requirement. And uh, but one of the things is. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's, we're only getting started. We haven't even gotten started. Okay, it, it's amazing. We've done a lot of cruises. You, you and I have done many cruises. Okay? Many, many, many cruises, cruises together. Celebrity, a lot of couples, America, a lot of couples cruises. A lot for almost of all of them cruises. sharing a cabin, whatever, for, for save money for the company. Times at sea. It's, it's there is no law in sea. rum sodomy yeah, in the lash. <laughs> it's all there. Not in that order. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the. Uh, uh, but Disney, I would say, was the most efficiently run. It was extremely clean. And I thought the food, now this is all relative to other cruise ships, obviously, but I thought the food was the best of the different cruise ships we've been on. And I think it's because it's a less of a geriatric crowd, right? They don't have to worry about fending people with their f- with flavors. And stuff. I mean, you have most, if 80% of, of your clientele are, you know, octogenarians and higher you know, okay, fine, I understand you're going to go for the, you know, least common denominator of flavors and everything's going to be bland. This one was like all sorts of flavors and everything else. The, the stewards, of course, were Indonesian uh, and some of the bartenders were Filipino. So it's the same hierarchy. Uh, and a lot of Europeans in that mid-level, the, 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 the people who care for the Eastern kids. Eastern Europeans? No, you know what? No, there was like Brits, Germans, that kind of a thing. Very interesting. But it is the Disney ethos so that, you know, it is like... 
It is Disney. It's a Disney run operation on the ship and then Disney run operation on the island. So, I mean, it was so impressive that they just get everybody in and out. And the only time that there was like a mad crowd, which as always, as you know, is trying to get lunch the first day when everybody boards animals, but the food was still good. I was stuck behind a guy at the buffet who was getting one shrimp at a time with his tongue. And he probably got a dozen shrimp, but it was just fun. I could go to different stations, but I said, I was, I said, let me just see how long this could takes. You, could you, could you run through the buffet options for? Oh my gosh! For I those of us begin. who have never been on uh, a cruise oh, like this, just funny. It's every meal everything. is a buffet. Every meal at Cabana's on deck eleven is a buffet. You can also do the formal dining room, as you know, JV. Who does that? That's for suckers. I think on the. <laughs> No, actually, I think it's, it's, actually, it's on the Hall of America. It's the opposite. On Hall the dining America, room is always did, better than the buffet. Yes, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, certainly on Hall of America, that was the case. Um, okay, look, well, the breakfast buffet, for example, had had everything. Okay, you know what I liked? I so I started off with uh, cured meats and smoked fish. That's how I like to start off my day. I know, not up your alley. Um, and I oh, and, and I'll say, oh, a couple of slices of this, you know, these these, you know, salami or whatever, and then smoked trout, smoked uh, mar- mackerel, three or four different kinds of smoked salmon, gravlax, pastrami salmon, and then and then just start for just to just to get things going. What what is what? pastrami salmon? It's just the way it's prepared and cured. It's very flavorful. That if you like, disgusting. if you like lox, that's the kind of thing. I was the only one in our group that was doing this. I'm my dad too. And then after that, I get to the mains. Omelet bar. And you know what they said? Here's a number. We'll bring it to your table. That's what oh, that's they did. Nice. That's and a nice that's, innovation. Yeah. It is a great it's innovation. It's the fast pass version it's of the Omelet fast, bar. Yes. So you're not st- and I was willing oh, to great. stay. I was so like, okay, I know how this works. I'll wait. No, 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 no. Don't They worry. listen we'll to the to customers. You. Oh, my gosh. Because everybody hates the line at the omelet bar. Yes. That's the worst part. And uh, and so then I got bacon and sausage, hash browns, the kind that you, like actual hash browns, the kind that you would find like in McDonald's, that kind of a hash mm, brown patty. The deep fried deep hash fried. brown patty. Yes. They had corned beef hash. I had a little bit of that. Um, we're, we're still on breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> How about the fruit station? Oh, my gosh, there's so much fruit. So I had, uh, but. Please and then, list the melons. Okay, here's the other thing. Lunches, I had lunch um, on the island. Castaway Key is the island, and it is Disney on the island as well. So it's a very well-run operation. I remember being so nonplussed and even disappointed when we went to like the Holland America Island in the Caribbean. You're crazy. That's the best part of the cruise. Uh, the beach part. I'm talking yeah. about the food. I was talking about the food. Uh, the food I thought there for was the food. so underwhelming. Oh, sorry. Forgot it where had, we're talking yes, to. Talking to me. It had the spiciest, crispiest chicken sandwich I've ever had. It was like so much heat in that and it was just amazing. While we were on the, uh, well, we'll get to the, uh, the, the, the 5K in a bit. I just want to say the only time I ever felt bad, and it was the smoothest seas ever. Maybe because it's only going 22 knots an hour. We went th- even through a thunderstorm in the middle of the night, but there was never any, it was not like some of the cruises we've been on. Uh, the rocking outside the cabin, I mean. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only time I felt bad, and they had a great gym, so I would go to the gym, and then my man Tony, uh, who is from the Philippines, uh, he made me this protein shake, and I, I felt kind of, and it made me feel kind of ill. Question. Yes, Jonathan. How did RG do over the course of this cruise? It was the RG diet, the reduced gluttony diet. Because from the way you're talking, it sounds like it might have been a challenge. Was it just the G diet? It was mostly the G diet, but I tried to counter it by going to. But I would go to the the G diet. (laughs) I would eat a lot, but then I go to the gym to do curls. Uh, You know, after forty, you can totally do that. Totally. After you're forty years old, you can offset all of your caloric intake. And and yes. and carbohydrate yes. intake yes. by just yes. doing weights. I think the worst thing was having the protein shake and then eating a full dinner afterwards. <laughs> that was what happened. I was so sick to myself, and the protein shake was all thick and pasty. I'm not kidding. It was salty. Very, it was. Was there any salt in it? Okay, so uh, it was it was a bit much. Um, but the 5K. So I did that, and that's the first time I ever did a race on the island. And I did it. My sister and in the sand my or wife. Paved. No, it's paved, and it takes you to parts of the island that the rest of the cruisers don't go to, including the old runway that was used for drug smuggling in the 80s. Nice. So that was interesting. So far, when you're out there, and it's like 8.30 or 9 in the morning, there's no wind. And in the Bahamas in July, it was hot, the humidity. I mean, it was a lot. But I, I powered through it, and I did 32.43 uh, for the 5K. Uh, I was with my brother-in-law to start, but then he wanted to walk part of it, so I just kept on going. In the end, what got me going was... 
a father and son in front of me, and uh, from, they were Japanese, and the kid was probably 10 years old, and he was like, I can't do this anymore, he was basically saying in Japanese, and the father berated him, basically something about you have dishonored, you'll, you'll dishonor your family, I think is what he said. And so he says, I'm not gonna carry you, I'm not gonna help you, we're not gonna walk, we're gonna keep on, and so they, they, they just went on. And he would say to him from time to time, he would make these noises to the kid like, ho, 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 ho. Like that's their version of one, two, three, four, whatever it was, and they, and I was like, and I was complaining that it felt like the Bataan Death March. Yeah, like, you, oh. would you say that they were on a death march? <laughs> For me, as a Filipino American, yes. And and then I said, you know, when in the end, uh, once we get to that finish, because you could see the finish line, and they're cheering you, they they cheer you on, and it's great. I thought, okay, then I'm going to pass them. I never passed them. You got beat by the ten year old and the father. Yes, I, I was subjugated, if you will. Any other questions? Yes, yes, yes. Questions. Okay, I'm done. That's that's. Careful. I think that's my careful. Full, that's my full explanation. Of the How trip. did that make you feel? Subservient. <laughs> lesser, lesser. Um, but I don't follow any sort of Bushido code, as you know. I <laughs> not that that's what they were following. I'm just I'm just running. But they were. It was hardcore. It was hardcore. Question. Yes. You chose not to run with your sister. Ah, we made it. Wasn't that was the confu- point? Yes, it was confusion. Um, there were two 5Ks both times on the island, and she chose Saturday, and I had already chosen Thursday. So uh, we divvied it up, and so I went with my brother-in-law, and my wife ran it with my sister. And, I, and, and, and my wife did well. She did like 38 minutes. For somebody who hasn't run in, she says, five or six months. So, But she still has the running gene in her. She's done. 10 milers before. Um, so, question. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. By the way, the, the, you could tell, I mean, there are people who went on this fu- fun run and they were totally hardcore. You could, yeah. yeah, they weigh 90 pounds. Yes, JVL. We still haven't talked about the lunch buffet. <laughs> it was, I don't remember. You know what? The lunch I had again, I had it on, on, on the island and that was fantastic barbecue ribs, so cheeseburgers, wait, hot wait, dogs, I, I and quite... I had all of it after my 5K. I don't quite understand. So you're yeah. you're on the ship, mm-hmm. and in like your thirty two minutes are in the ship. of exercise you did <laughs> running your five k. Yes, is what sent heat. your body into starvation mode <laughs> where you needed to replenish yeah. it. Yes, because because I, I finished the okay. run at nine fifteen and lunch was until eleven thirty, and I, the only thing that I could subsist on between that time was pina coladas. Question. Yes, <laughs> JVL. Sunny, wait What's your sunny? turn. Sunny. You're in the queue. <laughs> Question. Yes. How were some of the clubs? Oh, for goodness sakes. I made jokes in the last couple episodes about the and over clubs. text to the, me. Uh, yeah, you know. Wait, I, let me I, see if I can pull up vi- that text. Oh, please. Vibe, edge. I don't, you know what the weird thing is? I never found them. I looked. I'm not that I looked. I mean, they were. <laughs> they they just weren't. They weren't around. And I you know am what? investigating. I think, I think I was personally thwarted. And the I went to the adult sections, by the way, which is like, oh, and you know, no one under 18. The problem is they're all about 80, hanging out in the adult section. You don't want to go there. So that's it. That's not that. So all none it. of the hideouts. The uh, hideouts uh, and the island on the ship couldn't find. They were hiding from me. That's what was happening over there. Sunny question. Wait, so I, I don't quite understand how the actual oh. logistics of this. So your okay. your your rooms are on the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every day you would go from the boat Wh- to the what? island? Yeah, every day you would wake up, the, the boat would leave You're at in a different night. island. And then the next morning- You're in a morning, different island. You're in a different island. So people day. would get off the ship to go- It's eat. like a floating hotel. Mm-hmm. With the uh, exception of Nassau. I've been to Nassau for- Nobody left for Nassau. I've mm-hmm. been there four times or three times. Unless you're going to buy Tanzanite. You know, oh. <laughs> Effie Jeweler. Diamonds International. You, you know, remember. Tanzanite, they are not making any more of that stuff. <laughs> JV and I could actually give a whole talk in the theater, in the is. auditorium. You don't, so, oh my God. <laughs> what is Tanzanite? So this is a thing which people on cruises get sold. And this is like the right gem the version of Swampland in Florida. And so when you are on cruises, one of the things that they do is they try to sell things to everybody. I actually got a... Our buddy who knows this industry very well yes, gave me a whole thing about actually the, the way the economics of cruises works. It's fascinating. Uh, it's about revenue per hour on boat. Yes. And so they, right. the cruises are designed to extract money from mm-hmm. you 
Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know, so you got to hit a certain mark for every hour you're on the boat. Which is, course, by the way, cruise. why they never overnight at a destination. This is so they've actually uh, industry wide over the last ten years they've begun uh, contracting the time they spend at destinations sure. wow. to get people on to keep people on the boat more. Otherwise, you're not spending. Spend it. Right. But I thought that once you, I thought like the whole point of being on the boat was that it was like inclusive. That you're you've already got the, the food. food. Food is inclusive. Drinks are not inclusive. Right. But everything else. I mean, iced tea and soda galleries and Mm -hmm. and so tans and i they have like these these seminars where people come and just just teaching people about gemology just (laughs) just information it's just information is this the scientology auditing of the gem the gem business yes Yes. and the 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 thing is always you know tanzanite is the gem of the future (laughs) because i mean look people say diamonds are Mm -hmm. a safe place Mm -hmm. to put your money Mm -hmm. but the truth is Mm -hmm. the diamond market is topped out all right, and so what? What most people right. who I'm, are serious I'm investors, I'm so over diamonds. Gems, I'm so over diamonds. Do is they're looking for the yeah. value play, yeah. and the value play is Tanzanite, and it's important to to look into this because within the Tanzanite world, you have to understand, nature isn't making any more of it. Mm-hmm. We have a finite supply of Tanzanite, and this is really the ground floor. This is the time to get in on the Tanzanite market, and we had. Vic and I were privy once to yeah. a conversation between two people that we know lightly who came away from this having spent a whole like, lot. It's <laughs> no names, no names, but there are two wa- two spouses of people. Stop, you're, you've Sorry. already said too much. <laughs> it was a very sensitive and subject. And we were listening to them talk, and it was as if they had just bought the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. I mean, and, and we're saying, I can't believe we were able to buy this no. bridge right here for only like five thousand mm-hmm. dollars can you bl- mm-hmm. like we've just struck it rich no, it's amazing. and Vic and i looked at each other we're just like oh this is God. terrible don't say anything and of course we just heard the, sp- the <clears throat> anyway yes tanzanite very, that was when you a very someday, sens- it's a very sensitive subject in this office someday yeah. you got to go on a cruise just to see what the cruise world is people, like people, it is worth it and people to go do once and people go to the uh the, the the talk you know the the cruise director gives the spiel and people oh i got to find out what this is all about and duty free when i was when i was uh when i was very young maybe 5 or 6 something like that we took a cruise from england to sweden well that's a good cruise which I don't really remember. The only thing I oh, remember about great. it was that's seeing great. the never-ending story in one of the theaters. That's literally the only <laughs> thing I can remember from this whole cruise. Because I was very young. I mean, I was like, yeah, again, five or six, something like maybe seven, mm-hmm. six. So. But the uh, but no, the uh, I, I find the cruise business fascinating, and also I have no desire ever to go on a boat for for multiple days at a time. You but have just, to you have well, to go once to see it. It's it's a ston- I mean, just as a mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's like going to a zoo for humans. It's 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 really interesting, and uh, just two other observations about cruises from a colleague of ours, Sonny, at the Free Beacon, who had previously worked on a cruise ship after college, and he said uh, two interesting observations. One is the two words you're never supposed to say uh, to a customer, uh, a cruise a passenger, is "You're welcome." You're supposed to say "My pleasure." Oh, it's the Chick Fil A thing, really? Right. Yeah, they also that's say Chick- my pleasure too. Or no, you yeah. don't know this? No, I never. I don't go to enough Chick Fil A's. I guess this is the the, the what, it, it is like the pickle on the sandwich. The the other say, brand oh, differentiator mm-hmm. at Chick Fil A mm-hmm. is my pleasure. And the other thing is, you have to report loose stool, even if it's your bunk mate. You are obligated to rat them out, even if they're going to say like, "Oh, by the way, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'll be fine. I'll be over this in a day." You have to. It is incumbent on you to rat out your bunk mate because if they find out that you found out, both of you will be off the ship. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, there's so, you know. Rotavirus. Yeah, exactly. Gotta you know keep how it the is. rotavirus. Norovirus, yes. Norovirus. So, right. so, yeah, norovirus. Right. I mean, they were very good about that at Disney. They're always handing everybody the, the, the Hand sanit- sanitizer yeah, everywhere. Everywhere you oh, go. The Disney people do not have the, like, hey, you don't want to overkill the bugs because of super bugs so on, on the cruises. They, I mean, no. you They're might as well. bathing in. Chlorine sprays of all railings every night. Yeah. So they have two theaters on, on, on the ship, and one of them will do a live show, which my daughter absolutely loved, and the other one will play a Disney movie, which is funny because, you know, in 2018, it's not going to be like, oh, tonight's going to be Lady and the Tramp. No, it's like everything. And so we saw Solo, Avengers Infinity War, and I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Speaking of which, over the weekend, 
Ant-Man and the Wasp took the top spot at the box office with $76 million, followed by Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom at $28.6 million, and in third place, Incredibles 2 with $28.4 million. Box office slots, Sonny. I have no specific <laughs> box office thoughts. Jurassic is doing, I guess it's doing over, it's already, they've made 300 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. You know, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's doing yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. I I've been keeping an eye on Black Panther because I'm curious to see when. Oh yeah. When Disney pulls the, we're going to put this in a double feature, in a drive-in because it's at six hundred and ninety-nine million dollars, six hundred ninety-nine million, and like eight hundred thousand and eighty dollars or something. But it's, it's all like, the way down in terms like, of number it's, of Yeah, but it's it's only doing like it's only doing like thirty grand a weekend now. Because it's like out it's, on video. It's right. been out on right, 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 right. Right. they are keeping right. it in theaters right. even after it's yeah, been on video right. for like a month. For a month. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to get it to yes. that seven hundred and it's it's but that's that's the only thing I'm really uh, kind of looking at right now. I was actually kind of surprised because Ant Man uh, the uh, the Thursday night number suggested it was gonna be gonna do like ninety to ninety five million in its mm-hmm. its first weekend. And it came in at the very low end of projections at seventy-five million, which suggests that word of mouth on it was not great mm. over the weekend, or it was just very front-loaded. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe we might have a saturation point where three Marvel movies in yeah. Yeah. five yeah. months yeah. is a bit much. Well, it's for crazy. Regular well, it's crazy on the ship because it's back and forth, and then they run it round the clock. Because if you're at a five o'clock dinner seating. Uh, then you get to watch the 8 o'clock show and then vice versa, and then it's all throughout the day. And it was like Solo, Infinity War, Incredibles 2, don't forget that. And my, my father went to see all of, wanted to see all of them. Um, and then I remember at some point, you know, my son turned to me and he's like, I can't believe we're watching, you know, Solo on a ship. I said, I can't believe I'm watching Solo twice. <laughs> Question. It was, it was yeah. Terrible. Will Ant-Man and the Wasp outgross Solo? <laughs> Oh God! It's a lovely what are you sound. Doing? Oh my goodness! Oh, it's horrifying. <laughs> wow! I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> uh, I think it probably will, but it will be close because, well, it, domestically, you're, we're talking about domestic, right? Because yes. worldwide, Ant, Ant-Man and the Wasp will destroy Solo. I mean, it'll, it'll, <laughs> I mean, I it'll, am it'll, talking about domestically. Domestically, it'll probably be pretty close. I mean, I, I don't think this is going to do much more than two twenty-five. Will Kevin Feige? Do the double feature with it two months from now, just to sh- if it's close, just to shiv Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Bob, do you think, do you Bob, think we really think we need to put Ant Man and the Wasp over the hump. Can you just release a few more theaters for me so we can get it in there? And <laughs> uh, I, but it, it'll be it'll be pretty close. But I mean, it's going to make seven hundred million dollars worldwide. And yeah. It'll be it'll be fine. Um, Anyway, do you want to uh, you want to give a? I I you know I was thinking about Sunday. if I want to review this because I I already can't really remember anything that happened in the movie. <laughs> I saw it two weeks ago. I can barely remember. And this is a problem okay, from the first fair. one. The first the first one is totally. I I remember nothing from the first one at all. I literally I was like sitting in the theater as the second one started. And I was like, wait, what happened? And Paul Rudd was a thief. And he was stealing a suit. And Michael Pena is very funny in it. And what, I already but forget who was the, the villain. villain? The villain. The villain was, was the guy from House of Cards, the corrupt congressman, Corey oh. Stoll. Oh right, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. That's but right. It, it's yeah. totally unmemorable. And this one is kind of the same way. And I'm actually pretty okay with that. Uh, so I, I, the the movie is about uh, uh, they 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 being Hank Pym and his daughter, who uh, Hope 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 Van Dyne um, Hope. Uh, no, Hope Van Dyne. I don't know Hope why Pan. her name is different. Because she has her mom's name. She has her mom's name. Okay. They need to find the mom, uh, Janet Van Dyne, who has been shrunk down into mm. the quantum verse, the quantum realm, the quantum realm. Uh, and in order to get there, they need magic things that they they have to buy from Sunny Birch, my favorite character <laughs> in the one, Marvel universe. Sunny Birch, one letter off. Played by Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins is done no favors with this script. Why would you have Walton Goggins on your in on your project and not give him something interesting to do? I, it's to so chew. frustrating. It's so frustrating. It kindly was frustrating because that guy's so good. It, it, he is good, and he he's been really wasted in both Tomb Raider and now this mm. this year. I mean, it just is. It's too bad. Uh, anyway, they have to get a magical piece of technology from Sonny Birch. Uh, and that magical piece of technology is stolen by Ghost, who is a quantum-infused phasing. Mm-hmm. She's she used to be she's Kitty Pride, of, but out of control. Shield. Yes, right. Kitty Pride with pain. 
and she's in pain and she wants to she knew and anyway i uh, it's fine it's fine it, it's totally entertained i was mm-hmm. totally entertained in the moment i laughed a couple times it's very funny uh i love paul rudd who is this kind of ageless wonder um and they, they there are some interesting little things in there with the actual physics of fighting with the shrinking and the, the expanding i actually kind it's of enjoyed funny. all that it it is it is less generic than your average marvel movie in that in that sense i thought it was um pretty well done kids um, love but it. i i honestly i like i i the only thing i can really remember from the movie is the mid credit scene where you know did you have you did you watch the mid credit scene Oh, you mean the stinger? The stinger. Oh, yeah. which yeah. stinger? I knew that was not happen. not the one at the end with the ant. No, no. But the I knew. I remember. I mentioned yeah. this. Yeah. Wild. But that's basically all I can all mm-hmm. I can remember. Okay. What about the ants? They controlled all these ants. That I don't. This, like is a, this, is, again, this is like a thing. Oh, this is a thing ants. from the first movie that they explained, yeah. and I don't really remember. Yeah, it's, it's like, like where is he getting control, all these ants from? Mind control. Why don't you just smush the ants? They seem to be. They were everywhere, and they were like, uh, you know, I mean, when you can't you just step on the ants, and they're flying ants, and some of the ants were like affecting the computer and disrupting the network. Yeah. But speaking about disrupting networks, JVL. That's a nice transition. With all the recent news about data hacks and breaches, it's hard for me not to worry about my digital privacy, no matter what you do online, your mobile carrier and internet service provider track it all. Every website you visit, every email you send, it's redonkulous. So that's why I decided to take my privacy back by using ExpressVPN. These days I don't use the internet without it. Now I can deviate from the read and tell you that actually ExpressVPN is great. Uh, I think I have sold... not. Not even on the show moving product, but just talking to friends and family members of mine. I think I've mm. pushed like four or five people onto ExpressVPN. I tweet about ExpressVPN. They better be using uh, the substandard code. No, I don't even do that. I just want them to go and use this because it's really good and everybody should be on it. Uh, and so you don't have to give us credit for it, although you should use the code because you'll get money. You'll save like 20 bucks. It's It's $7 a month. It is so unbelievably simple to use. It, it is. I mean, I am not kidding when I tell you it takes about five seconds, literally five seconds to install it. It is two button pushes. Uh, setting it up to run on your computer is literally clicking a virtual power button on your screen. Um, and then whenever you are sitting at a Starbucks or on public wireless somewhere, you don't have to worry about people coming in and breaking your computer. Like, for instance, I see people doing this all the time. I used to do this sometimes. You're sitting at Starbucks working and you go to like pay a bill through your, you know, on, do online bank or something or log into your PayPal account or something. All of that data is exposed if you're on a public network. All of it. Uh, it's, you shouldn't do it. And we all do. I, God knows. I know better and I would still do it because, you know, sometimes you're working someplace and you mm-hmm. just have to. Other things have to be done, and you you, know, you think, well, well, you know, the chances of any hacker actually be sitting on this network are pretty small. I, I should just do it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do it, and it's not expensive. It's like seven bucks a month. It's easy as anything. Uh, everybody, everybody who takes a laptop anywhere should use ExpressVPN. I think you get it like up to you get a bunch of devices, and so you can put it on your phone as well, put it on your laptop, put it on your desktop computer. Uh, it's a bargain, and it's a really good product, and everybody should use it. So take back your internet privacy today and find out how you can get three months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash substandard. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash substandard. You'll get three free months with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash substandard to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. Thank you, JVL. What was it like watching Ant Man and the Wasp on the ship? That's I'm curious to know it, it what was, the what again. The, it was the such a smooth. Like. It was such a, a smooth sail that only and other people describe this. Obviously, David Foster Wallace described this as well. Where you're, if you're if you're sitting very still, you'll feel that slight vibration. You know, you can always feel that slight vibration. Uh, but after, but for large parts, you forget you're on a ship watching this. It's a big theater. I can't tell you how many people it fits, but it's huge. Um, and was the screen properly masked? Yeah, no, it was perfect, and uh, and it's designed as <laughs> he doesn't even know what masking know. is. <laughs> it's the thing on the side with the curtains, the things in the curtains. But they were there was no the margins were right. Okay, um, the uh, it's but the top and the bottom the, margins. Oh, the, oh that, Victorino, not the left. left and I thought it was right. you know how the curtains go further wide <laughs> before after the trailers. Okay, um, it's like don't worry, they had all the HDMI's plugged in. <laughs> Those thingies. I'm they positive had, they had they them. Had, I, saw, I saw a guy in the back. He was working the red, blue, and yellow <laughs> cables. No, he was 
And I'm like, how can they? Anyway, how do they get through? They have reels. Do they, how, how do they bring Ant-Man and the Wasp to well, the ship it's now? All it's digital. all digital it's now. Just, it's yeah. crazy. Um, and, and in fact, the second time they showed it was in 3D. Um, so they had that option. But the theater itself, the Buena Vista Theater and the, and the, the Disney Theater, um, they're like old style theaters like in the 30s and 40s. So it's very grand ballroom fashion. And it's, you know, with all the sort of brass fixtures. And the only weird thing, of course, is being uh, uh, have to reaccustom yourself to the old style seats, which is you're sitting like this. You know, I mean, sorry, I'm sitting like this. I mean, you can't recline. And uh, it's not stadium seating, as uh, Sonny and I were discussing on the uh, ride up here. Uh, so potentially a large person can block one of the kids and then you're done for, you know, because really. This- you sat in the last row, I hope, just out of deference to the <laughs> other patrons. I said, you know, just, you know, luck. I said, good luck, Mommy, everybody. I can't see past <laughs> good luck. That I'm not- man's enormous oh, head. Oh, for me, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I try not to move. I try not to, because then I would block the entire screen the entire time. Um, they can just project it on your head. Right. <laughs> In fact, so uh, so that was a, that was a weird experience. One woman got very comfortable on the ship, and so we did were... she pass gas on you? No, no, <laughs> nothing like Jurassic Fart. Uh, this was, uh, you know, how they have this little access way uh, between like the sections of the theater, and so in front of us was just a rail, and she decided to rest her. Very large legs and ankles on the rail. Well, that's why I do that. Yeah, yeah. everybody does. That's why you want those seats. Yeah, I I always uh, in the stadium seating. I always try and sit Mm -hmm. in that front row Mm -hmm. so I can prop my legs up on the thing. Would you do it bare feet? Ooh. (laughs) And by the way, uh, and you're already on a cruise ship. I mean, well, that's the thing because you're on cruise ship mentality. And her and and they were frankly to be perfectly honest, they were care gross feet. They were gross feet. The care the legs were the size of tree trunks. She had hocks. What you're saying, real hawks. Hawks. I hawks. I'm not comfortable okay. with you and body so shaming. She, no, people. I know that's I, I, it's true. I shouldn't shame on me. Take a look at us, Vic. I know, really. It, but, but she is. <laughs> look we're, around this room. Really I'm not doing house. it. That's why I'm not putting my feet up. But she had her feet up, and she had a glass of wine in one hand, and she had a box of Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. Could Classy. you do that? Could you bring your own? You could you bring uh, your you wine could you and snacks, snacks into the yeah, theater. Was, it, yeah, was yeah, there? Bring was the popcorn? Do they have popcorn? They do have popcorn, but you had to. That's extra. How much were they charging? They for treated popcorn? it. I don't remember because we didn't get it. But I. Uh, uh, but they have like you know the. Um, it's like a concession Michael's stand. Michael's like dad. Pop pop is a doctor. No, why I can't know. I have? Why can't I have popcorn? <laughs> we just, I, in my excuses, we just had the buffet. We just had dinner. <laughs> I mean, if you just <laughs> eat dinner, like, well, go funny. back to the buffet you know, and get some more bread it's if like, you want. You know, we're in the island. They have bags of potato chips, the bags, you know, lays, bags of lays. And I see my mother putting it in her bag. I'm like, what are you hoarding for? <laughs> There's no need to hoard. Wait, so we're on a cruise ship. So there, there, were, there were two sittings for dinner. Yeah. Is that right? At mm-hmm. the buffet? Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually to... a dinner. It's a full dinner menu. Can you go to both? No. You could no. do buffet and then go to a seating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, you can order as many of the entrees as you want. If yeah. you said this prime rib or chateau there is, no, is not enough, like I they want hand you more. the. A lot of rookies think, like, oh, I can only. You can also order like three entrees. Uh, so insane. the sit down dinner is yeah. essentially a buffet, but a buffet where the servers bring it, it to is. you. And our and buffet. So you see this all the time on cruise ships. Our, People will be like, yeah. I would like the chateau briand and the lobster mm-hmm. and then also the sea bass, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, they're like, yes, sir. Yeah, there I you had, go. I yes. had a prime rib with a side of scallops and shrimp, and it was it was it was kingly. It was kingly. Uh, that does sound pretty good. It was, you'd love it, and 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 your daughter would love it. The Disney princesses. Okay, so I have a question about Ant Man. Question. Yes. They're banging. They're, everyone's after the office. We got to grab that office space, yeah, yeah. the office space, and then Ghost takes it and she breaks a window. Wouldn't things inside the office be all messed up? I think you're. I think not. They they have inertial dampeners like uh oh, like the good like the Enterprise. Oh, I could watch. Okay, I could, I could sleep now. Thank you. Okay, and the other thing that Sunny and I were talking about was, and I'm curious what you thought, JVL. Were you weirded out at all by the de aging? They've done this with Michael uh, Robert Downey Jr. Now they did it with um, Michael Douglas. Uh, in the beginning of Ant Man, and he looks like Michael Douglas from Fatal Attraction. Michael Douglas. It's very well done. The one thing they don't fix is the way he moves. Young Michael Douglas m- still moves like old man. I mean, just literally the way he turns, yeah, yeah. he still looks yeah. like old man Michael yeah. Douglas. You didn't ask how many of us saw it. Oh, Ant Man and the Wasp. I saw it. Hey, JBL, do you have thought? Sonny, you saw it. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Victorino, you saw I it. I saw it. Did anyone else oh, no. see it? No. no. Oh, come That's on. Not, it's been a long time. He, I don't know about I don't know about I don't think I, think I haven't even retirement. seen him. Is he, he, has he been dead in his apartment he, for a week? 
He's no Mike. Steve Ditko. I was going to say Mike Ditko. He's no Steve Ditko. Oh, I uh, shouldn't have said his name. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, he's fine. Okay, good. Uh, he's already it, dead. You can't yes, kill okay. Steve Ditko. But, but, but the... <laughs> no, I said Mike Ditko. Um, oh, <laughs> but the but but the uh, the aging process thing. So yeah, you're right about that. The movement's a little, but it's weird, right, Sonny? I mean, well, we, we, I was more it. creeped out by the old by I was more creeped out <laughs> by old Michelle Pfeiffer than I was by young by young Douglas. Michelle, yeah, um, or or young Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer because even old Michelle Pfeiffer still looks uncannily like yes. young Michelle Pfeiffer. I, I think probably didn't have to do oh, yeah. anything for her. She Ooh. looked fantastic. Well, she looked very well. She looked fantastic. Yes. I, yes. Yes. Sunny. Uh, and she's uh, great. Actually, she's, she's great. better yeah. than she's been qua actress. Well, she was she in was in uh, she was in Mother. She was pretty like good oh, in, right. in like a weird small role. Um I the, the de-aging thing is weird to me because it it does look really good. If I had no idea who Michael Douglas was, I would just be like, "Oh, here's another actor." That's that's but because I do know who Michael Douglas is, mm-hmm. it just feel there's like a weird dissonance in my head yeah. that I'm like, I know that I'm looking at a fake thing mm-hmm. and it like, it weirds me out. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think I hadn't picked up on that, but you're right. The movements are just like, he just kind of, he's stiff. Yeah. The way yeah. an old yeah. And he looks a little bit has. weighty, you know, just a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they just sort of smooth it out. But uh, JBL, did you have any thoughts about Ant-Man and the Wasp? I had, I had some. Yeah. I, uh, I liked it. And I think there are a bunch of lessons in it for, the whole like superhero movie verse like both i think people tend to assign some sort of absolute value to like what well what comic books need to be is you know and so if you're a dc person well you know it needs to be dark or if you're a marvel person well it needs to be light the truth is they just need to be good and you i mean the comic book genre really has very it, it is as malleable as science fiction is as a genre and so you can do a movie like this which is a very light movie uh, which could not be tonally more different from Logan, uh, but they're both Marvel movies. They're both, you know, like you can do Logan and you can do Ant Man and the Wasp, and if they are good movies, then they are good movies and they will succeed. This does something which to me is interesting in that the the protagonist isn't really the protagonist, you know, or the protagonist isn't the lead character. So Scott Lang, who is Ant Man, isn't really the main character in this. Uh, it's it's actually Michael Douglas's Henry Pym. Uh, or I would say it's actually Evangeline it's, Lilly, the or it's you know, Hope, right? Hope so yeah, yeah. it is the the real story in this is the story of the the Van Dyne slash Pym family. It's that tri- triangle, uh, and Scott Lang is really just sort of along for the ride yeah. here, and I like that. I, I I think it's I think they actually break a lot of movie conventions in the way the story is set up and I think it all works it all works because Peyton Reed is an underrated director uh, and this should have been clear to anybody who saw Bring It On which is a really good movie which nails the tone stuff it is tonally consistent and tonally right at every moment in the same way that the first Ant-Man is I mean that's the first Ant-Man succeeds on tone alone and I think this does the same you know there there is no it has there are no false notes at any moment where you Feel you are being brought along with the feeling of the movie from every moment to every moment. The, the my one complaint or critique about it would be that Ghost feels like a very weird villain to have in this movie. Like it, it, she's just she's just, I mean, just weirdly dark for the movie. I mean, she she's a character who exists in agony all the time mm-hmm. and is a paid killer. And it's like it, it just it uh, the whole thing felt well. She, non pay. I mean, she's shield. Like she was used by shield. She is like right. a weapon X. But eight. but that that feels so tacked on and like tossed off. See, and, uh, and yet I felt it worked. I, I felt like Peyton Reed worked that character in so that it even a character which really you're right doesn't feel like it's part of that natural world of like you know the, the San Francisco Ant Man superhero thing works in it because you know i went and saw this with flash and flash said to me so that movie is weird there weren't actually any villains in it and i said right i mean the villain well, is the Birch. circumstance sunny <laughs> right. birch, birch is the villain but there's no arch villain right no, he said, no, no, no the villain is circumstance yeah. like yeah. circumstance has placed these people in a, a situation where tensions and conflicts happen yeah. and there's a really yeah. artful yeah. storytelling they had to make choices and, and he was like okay i'm already bored now let's you know let's talk about baseball let's watch justice league again <laughs> No, he hated Justice League. Oh, oh I good. thought he loved it. 
No. What, know, what, what did you watch that he loved and you you hated? Oh, God, maybe it was Justice League. I think League. it was Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> there was something he yeah. hated and didn't. Oh, it was Last Jedi. Last he, Jedi. he came out of Last Jedi. Yes, he liked Justice League and hated Last Jedi. Can either of you explain the healing power thing that's going on here? The quantum healing? Well, she evolved. Mm. It's like evolution, she, I see, and adapted. She spent so much mm. time in the quantum verse that she, she's Realm. now quantum. And she never had to reapply makeup because she had all the... She spent so much time in the microverse with the micronauts. That... <laughs> Very good. So it was, I don't okay. you know, like... I the, one moment, mm-hmm. the one moment I didn't like in it mm-hmm. was the recycling of the Michael Pena shtick oh, I didn't mind from that. the first movie, which yeah. is the best part mm-hmm. of the first movie, is the you Michael Pena voiceover. You knew they had to do it, though. I actually, no, but I was pleasantly surprised that we'd gone all the way through the movie with them not going back to lean on that, because I thought this is really, they don't need to lean on it. They've but, subverted expectations by not going back but I also, there and I also, still giving you Michael Pena. I also think it worked, though, because they did it in the context of the truth serum. Yeah. Yes. That's thing, right. Which yes. is, which, and I actually loved all of that. I loved all the I stuff with Sonny Birch and his, like, minions. Oh. And, like, the, the and, like, the weird, the weird guy from The Dark Knight who is, like, comic relief. Yes, Baba Yaga, yeah. the Baba Yaga, which yeah. is a John Wick, which, which I thought they, <laughs> so I thought they were going to do a John Wick thing. I mean, I like, I kept I like, about I was that. like, wait, they're they're totally ripping this off from John Wick. Are that they going to make some John Wick right. jokes? Is John and, Wick going to show up? And the and the truth serum administer uh, the, the guy who administers. He's very funny too. It's by not being truth serum, right? It's it's very great. Funny. It's very funny. Michael Pena. Can I just take a moment? Yeah. That guy is so talented. He can. He's great in World Trade Center. He's great. In, he is great in everything he touches. And I wish Hollywood would give us more Michael Pena. Yeah. I could have Michael Pena in every single movie I watch. I love that guy there is, so much. There, he he has this very funny bit part in um, Fury. He's one of like the guys on the tank team. Yeah, remember? yeah, 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 yeah. And they and he, he they do this scene where they go to the house and they're like taking and he does like a a like pimp role. And I was like, "There's no way a guy in 1940s you would, know, be like uh, would, be, would be doing this," but I, but it still worked, even though it was like yeah. totally anachronistic because he's just so good. Everything he does works. Yeah. That guy yeah, is yeah, such yeah. a. I actually think, in a weird way, like it is entirely possible that 15 or 20 years from now, he could be a real deal movie star, like carrying his own movies because he's, you know, he will have had then 20 years of right. of character work. Right. And he could just morph from being like great character actor mm-hmm. uh, to like real leading man. I love him. Do you have any other thoughts? No, I got none. You know what I liked? I liked um, Paul Rudd. I think he's perfect in that role of Ant Man, and um, I, I just think he's really good. He's like the master of the wise crack and master of the quip. Oh, <laughs> you forgot? Yes. Oh. Oh. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash substandard right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash substandard, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash substandard. Terms and conditions may apply. Great work, JVL. Any other thoughts, corrections, additions, subtractions? No, I got nothing. 
JBL. I still want to know about that lunch buffet, but maybe we'll do that. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do that for twenty minutes next episode. Do, do, do we have the? I was kind of a mishmash. The 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 one lunch I did on the ship was at Nassau because I didn't go to Nassau. Oh, I'm and sorry. We're so done with Ant-Man. We'll go back to the buffet. <laughs> Never mind. I don't have any Ant-Man pizza. Pizza. You, said, you were saying something about I Thanos. Had, I don't. Uh. I had pizza. All right. All right. Thanos. I that? had pizza. <laughs> Why is cruise ship pizza always so terrible? Yeah, it's they uh, cannot you know do. What it is it something about the humidity on the sea it that makes it impossible way, yeah, to yeah, do? You pizza can't have an actual problem. pizza oven. Uh, Kate described it as I said, "How is the pizza?" She said, "Yeah, it's fine. It's like you know, when you go, it's like school pizza. <laughs> it it is like school pizza. But why is it? They can do everything yeah. else well yeah, on a cruise ship. And they do sandwiches and they do burgers. I mean, it's it's anything you want. It's really uh, it's it's. Fine. I had beef Szechuan. Oh my god! Also I was I was joking. I don't. <laughs> I don't, we don't need any more of that. And it was not spicy JBL, what did you what did you mm. think of what was what were you going to say something about Thanos? I, I was just going to ask if we first of all, I love the credit sequence at the end, which is I believe they also the did. miniatures. The, the, you the mean, miniatures. I love the miniatures. So yeah, yeah. lovingly yes. done and yes. just fantastic. And they actually look like the faces. It's just great. It's amazing. Everything about it yeah. was great. Uh, but do we have thoughts about the quick integration into the Thanos universe? Oh. What do you mean? No, I mean, the, so we what they did was they placed this within the mm-hmm. timeline mm-hmm. context yeah. of Avengers mm-hmm. Infinity mm-hmm. War. Do we I, like that? Do we not like I thought that? It was, I thought it was well done. I thought they had to do it. Yes. They, 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 it was, it's they a thing that to. people expected and they had to do. That's right. And I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was uh, better handled than they could have done it, which would have, like, they could have done a jokey comic book reference thing where they're like, this movie takes place in between the events of you know you know how like yeah. old comics would do that uh, or I guess comics still do that but like uh, they but they didn't do that and they 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 did it I think much more organically mm-hmm. and like they did it in a way that it makes sense that he wasn't in a part he, of it. he wasn't yep. a part of it and he won't Absolutely. be and he won't be part of the sequel I would guess if he's stuck in the microverse stuck in the mic- yeah, 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 quantum yeah. realm unless he gets <laughs> rescued stuck, by somebody but. unless the micronauts come and get him I I get it and also one more lesson here is that you can do small stake superhero movies. Like you can do yeah. superhero movies. Yeah, the yeah, fate yeah, of the yeah. world is never in Does question. Where about it's all about one person. Mm-hmm. And the truth mm-hmm. is, if you mm-hmm. do it right, mm-hmm. the stakes feel much higher. Mm-hmm. I felt the emotional stakes of this movie, where the question is, do, can you get Janet Pym back? Can her daughter rescue Janet Pym? And can Henry Pym get his wife back? Mm-hmm. Are truthfully at least as uh, emotionally relevant as almost any, including like Avengers: Infinity War. Do you disagree? I mean, do you, yeah, you, totally. You can... I, I like I like it when these movies are a little bit smaller. Yeah, easier that way. This is why I like. This is why Civil War is probably my favorite of the Captain America movies because it's not actually about the fate of the world. It's about it's some not Winter guy... Soldier. It no, Winter Soldier is no, so good. No, no, it's about it's about uh, internecine somebody somebody trying to get back at the guy who killed his parents. And yeah, that's like I mean that's what it that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. fair. Okay. Do you have anything? No, I, that's that's all my thoughts. On the movie, that's everything. No, I'm, I enjoy sorry. I'm just trying to think about the cruise. No, I'll get back more. to that maybe after this part. Oh, sorry. Well, that's all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis at Sunny Bunch uh, at JB Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in Substandard at a podcast, and we are there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. <laughs> What do you, what do you, you what want to talk were, about? Yeah, two the things. cabin arrangements. Oh, oh it was gr- we thought there was going to be a problem because there was only one pullout, the pullout sofa. And I said, how are you going to fit two kids in this? And I can't believe, and my brother-in-law is freaking out. Like, how do they think we're going to fit four people, even two little kids, in this room? Because this little bed is not big enough for two kids. And then we thought, well, maybe one of them will have to go to my parents' room. We'll have to share the bed. You know, what, what are we going to do? And then 15, minute la- 15 minutes later, he figures out, oh, wait a minute, this thing on top, it's a bunk. And a bunk bed. Comes oh, so out. but so the kids were in the room with you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you had made a joke about the rocking outside oh, of oh, no, the no. cabin, no, and I, so I was confused no, for no, a no, moment. No, no. I was talking about our trips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doesn't count when you're at no. sea. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just want to keep on going. I was going to keep on rolling. Two really quick things, and I'm done. 
Uh, one of them is the most amazing thing is at the Animators Palette Dinner, they have these giant TV screens, and Crush from uh, Finding Nebo comes around and says hi. He actually talks to you. Dude Crush. Dude, dude, crush. He goes, what's your name, dude? And I'm like, uh, Vic. And then he's like, hey, what's going on, Vertical Vic? I was crazy. And the kids were freaking out. And he's like, where are you from? And I said, uh, New Jersey, Virginia. Is that like one place, New Jersey, Virginia? It's crazy. It's crazy. The kids thought it was the most amazing thing. And AI. Yeah. Essentially. And, and Disney. It, it turns AI? out we're going to learn that Disney beat everybody to yeah. the punch on AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Dinosaurs they probably yeah. figured out on an island. That or they had too. John Lasseter below decks, like actually interacting. <laughs> I believe you said below. <laughs> I think you said below decks, right? Below decks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go ahead. Are you done? Did you have oh, one, no, other one other thing? One other thing. Do, do your other thing, thing. Okay, and I will then ask All you my right. question. Um, okay, and then, and then uh, only once did I walk into the atrium, and it was during the Disney princess uh, meet and greet. M E E T, <laughs> yes, and uh, so you bring a little Sonny, kid. You forget come on. he's already disgusted, and we're way over time. And it's funny how little the kids are now that get to meet them. You know, I mean, like my daughter didn't want to do it anymore because you know, and, and they're all there. Come on, Sabrina, we're gonna go meet her. <laughs> come on, come on, I gotta go get a pic. I mean, you gotta go get a picture with her. And I'll tell you who I found was most striking was Tiana, right? Tiana from Princess and the Frog, and she small was, business owner. Oh yes, that's right. Uh, and she natural was, Republican. She was. I walked in and she was so striking looking that I just stopped in my tracks, and and I just honestly I just stood there like wow. And then she she looked up in between waiting for girls to come up for photos. Then she looked up at me and she gave me a little wave, and then I waved back. And she also pressed the call button that she had there for security. <laughs> and, then, and then she was shuttled away. The panic button. And then she was shuttled away. I said, where are you going? Why are you Why are you pushing that button? The come fact, back. Uh, I mean, I, I just happened, I was on my way to guest services, so I was alone. I was not with my kids. I'm just standing there. But I only stood, <laughs> honest to God, I only stood there alone for five minutes, staring. Five minutes. You were wearing your trench coat. No, I was just wearing swim trucks, but nothing else. <laughs> I'm just standing in the atrium like, hey. Uh, you had a Question. Question. Legit question. Sonny's already leaving. He's already standing the up. End. We, we got to go. This, this is what is, I imagine Vic looking like. <laughs> it was kind of like that, actually. The end yes. of your 5K. Yes. The furthest oh. you have ever run mm. in your life. Mm. I yeah. assume you put on a, a kick, a put on a move for the last, like, 400 meters, right? Well, like to, like, yeah, like, like a Fast and Furious, press the button, and then I just zoom. Right, you hit the nitrous. The nitrous. NOS, yes. man. Yeah, I got to have yeah, more yeah, NOS. Yeah, yeah. 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 How did you feel at the end of your first well, race? I, 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 I thought I was going to hit that button. I thought I hit the button, and yet the uh, Japanese father and son were ahead of me. The I could not overtake them, and I thought I was going to. But I, I, I was just, I don't know, my whole body was on fire because it was like 88 degrees out and extremely humid. And I've, you know, I just, and the water wasn't enough, and drinking enough water, you start to get cramps. So I'm just throwing water on top of my head. Um, and I, but I got the medal. That's the most important thing is getting the medal. I can see how people get into that. God, I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. 